All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. I hate to break the fishing news after your check, but I'd like to speak about the ice hockey. Congratulations. You're one of the 13 listeners of the Real Life Podcast. We just traded a migraine in for like an orgasm. Might want to mark that down. Yep. All of my projects are on schedule until they're not. A member of the Nation Network of Podcasts. About as funny as we're going to get today. Episode 271 of the Real Life Podcast. I yell when I start this podcast. That's how excited I am. It's brought to you by Oodle Noodle. 14 locations in Edmonton. They're coming south as well. So giddy up Southern Alberta. Oodle Noodle coming your way. Whether you want the nudes or not, they're coming. Oh, you want it. Also, Oodle Noodle up here in Edmonton has a new radio commercial. And I've never been happier because I heard myself do the old one so many times I got sick of it. So shout out to the new Oodle Noodle radio ad. Fuck. Why? What's the new radio ad? Every month. It up, I think, is the is the mission here. Yeah. Every what month. What is it right now, up. though? Uh, it's a charity thing, I believe. It's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's a charity. It's well, I voiced it. I, I know exactly what it is. I voiced it, but uh, yeah. Oh, did you? Had a boy. Good yeah. job. Record, and, recorded it inside the nation truck. Oh, yeah. And what so were topical. you using to record so that? Topical. What did Josh have you hooked up with? Oh, Josh has got all sorts of gadgets, gadgets and, and earphones and whatnot uh, to mm-hmm. make things possible to do voiceover. When we move into the new building and we move into the new studio, we can bang out ads left and right. We should write. Uh, okay. Wanye challenge for you. Go ahead. We've got our voiceover guy. Real. Oh, I know who it is too. Is it that kid from the ticketing company? Real. Yes, Real. I think he's a so full grown man. Is he is a full saying? grown man. He's a fully <gasps> formed adult. But oh, he is not a kid. No. Think. Think about if you could. Cha- I'm challenging you publicly. Calling you Go out. Ahead. Yes. 
create like a movie trailer script and let's yes, get him that guy to voice the- it. Oodle yes. noodle the movie. When, when you have a voice like that, you can say the most preposterous shit and it'll sound legit. He, well, he sent me an email. He's like, honestly, like if you ever need voiceover, like I would love oh to do God, it. Oh my God, that's like, a really okay, good idea. Yes. On it. We should get him to uh, voice a new uh, uh, intro for for this podcast. Absolutely. I don't know what it would be. But How if I weird time, am I allowed to go it. just while we loop back on the top? Well, of you know, you want to position the brand that... <laughs> And it's such that people that it resonates with people and still keeps people hungry. See the trick with oodle noodle. We were talking about this the other day is like bag milk. And I do the social and throughout the years, Jay and I have written the ads. We worked with local guy, Adam McGale. He's awesome on radio ads. Tyler, you've done ads. Like it's, it's a job where the only ad we have is Gregor. And then sometimes we went on now. Is that where we went on Jay? Yeah, yeah, we'll show up on now from time to time. But like, you'll go and be like, uh, you haven't had a new ad on Gregor's show in seven months. I'm like, oh my God, people listening every day. And I say to Gregor, like, well, why don't you just rotate the old ones? He's like, no, nope, no, nope, gotta get a new one. Yeah, we gotta get now a, a movie trailer that is boring about Oodle Noodle, like Oodle Noodle has noodles. The trick with Oodle Noodle social, the trick with Oodle Noodle content is just bald corporate content. Like, we have a spring roll, no one cares about it. So that's why we have to make memes and do all this weird shit. So if you're telling me I've got a weird allowance I can spend and like you do a movie trailer about Oodle Noodle, don't you want? Well, we've got just, you just got to script it. They got like in a post pandemic world, Oodle Noodles decided to go to Calgary in the wasteland. Oh, Edmonton and Calgary love each other. Terrible. It's the end of the <laughs> world. Why would we go down here? All you people are morons. No, it doesn't work. I'm working on it. I'm on it. Can we get Adam McHale? No, you just got to write the script. Everything else is taken care of. He's a good script writer. Anyways, this is a good idea. Yes, I have a challenge accepted. Go to Oodle Noodle Workshop to start this week's episode. Uh, Remember when you challenged, hold on just one second. Remember when you challenged me in bag milk to get the wonton memes dialed in? Yep. Did we do it? People now know we have wontons, and that's because they are delicious. Dozens oh. of wonton memes. There well, were way hey, less memes worldwide prior to that order. Get, and we took get the ready, get ready for your next challenge because we are very close to launching the banana spring rolls. And fuck me, excuse me, unreal. Is there a chocolate sauce? If there's a chocolate sauce, we can have so, some serious conversation. You know what? We had like a thirty minute debate on uh, our our weekly oodle noodle call yesterday because I'm like, we got to put like yeah, it's gonna come with like a icing sugar powder on it. But I'm like, we Ooh. should have as like an upsell uh, a chocolate dip. And then we just kept like yeah. throwing out a bunch of different ideas of what we want to do for dip. And I'm like, man, I'm like, you can't, you got to, you, you just got to lean into what it is. Like when we're when we're in Asia and we're eating street food or we're going to like it's Nutella everywhere. Yes, and it's delicious. You have, you have to embrace that and just acknowledge, just like Heinz, Heinz is the king of ketchup. Uh, you know, Nutella is the king of like chocolate dip that goes with a banana spring roll. So we're going to yes. get those Nutella yes. packets because yes. don't mess with it. So it's coming. I don't know banana why this rem- spring roll memes. Me, that good, guy's voice, good luck Calgary. finding some kind of angle for those. Oh, I got it. You just leave that to me and that guy's voice. Uh, this just reminded me of, cause I thought about all the Nutella you'd have to buy. There's a new like Costco business center on uh, the West end that sell it's like Costco, but on steroids almost like you can go get like a five gallon thing of like just pickles, like in a plastic tub. And I was thinking of all the Nutella you could buy there. Um, and that would be interesting. 
Anyways, uh, Bag Milk, you're on the pod. You weren't here uh, last time, so I must say happy belated birthday to you. Um, also, how did you celebrate your birthday? I got fucking hammered is what I did. Okay. Yep. Okay. Go on. More detail, please. Uh, well, you know, I started uh, with a coffee and Bailey's, as you do. Mm-hmm. And then uh, things progressed from there into beers and then roms and then donair orders and oh. i just you know what it's pandemic living so i just tried to make the best day i possibly could and i did so i did donairs for dinner which was great i went to arby's for lunch <laughs> oh wow four beef and sheds oh gout for dinner <laughs> yep four beef and sheds at lunch i air fried two of them absolute game changer I ate two as the artist has presented them with, uh, presented them to me. But uh, yeah, it was just, it was a casual day in the pandemic, man. There's not a whole lot to do really. So just kind of make your own luck and your own fun. And that's exactly what I did. I was, I was bummed. There was supposed to be an Oilers game against the Canucks, but obviously there's uh, safety first in that specific circumstance. So it didn't happen. So yeah, I just, I just built my own day, I guess it was fun. Sounds fun. Yeah, speaking of the Canucks, sounds like the Oilers are going to have like a full week off after the game against Calgary, going up to their next game next Saturday against Winnipeg, which is insane. And in a but are they just where- are they going to do what they did with like like the Oilers played Calgary on Saturday? That wasn't supposed mm-hmm. to happen. So are they just going to do that, like take from the back end and move it to the front? Uh, Reed Wilkins was tweeting out today that after Tippett's press conference, it sounded like that wouldn't be happening, and that the Oilers are preparing themselves for like a straight up week off, mm-hmm. which might come in handy because the trade deadline is on Monday and the new quarantine that they have permission for is only seven days. So if the Oilers did make a splash, Taylor Hall at the deadline, uh, maybe nah, I just wanted to get you guys fired up. There's no way they're getting Taylor Hall. There's no way they want to do that. Well, hey, hey, don't say we can't do anything either. Yeah, it's true. Even if it's a terrible idea, we could do it if we want. What do you mean? I would say they can't do it. I'd say Why? they can. They absolutely cannot do it. They cannot afford it cap it wise. They cannot afford it asset wise. <laughs> Good. What? Are you kidding me? Look what the, look at the Paul Mary and Zaja. I can't believe I'm defending us trading for Taylor Hall, but I don't like being. Who, okay. Insert a different well, guy. Nick Felino then. Do. Nick Felino. Okay. You, you can't or, afford him. You wrote, about, uh, you wrote Mike Hoffman this morning in the rumors. Like Mike Hoffman's just... slightly more realistic, I think, but still highly, highly unlikely. Anywhere Taylor Hall goes, they're eating salary even if they ate half of his salary oilers can't afford him well how much salary is left for the end of the season how much cap space do we have like under two million or something like that well then i think there's like that that should fit shouldn't it if they retained half and like took chase on then sure but then they're retaining half and taking salary remember remember we have two million of space right now for the rest of the season or a million for the rest of the season that's like that's like Five million in normal, no. like year-long cap space. With the way LTIR, <laughs> the Oilers are too knee-deep in LTIR. They really don't have any money. And Jay wants like, Taylor Hall. We could trade for Taylor Hall. I don't want to. We don't want Taylor Hall, but we could. I just like. I just. I, hey, hey, hey. I just. I get a little triggered when I get told we can't. I agree. This is, this is Edmonton versus the Do world. We want. They can't. Exactly. Unless like James Neal's going out, they can't. I watch Sabres games to watch sad Taylor Hall and Jack Eichel. I'm going to be honest. Jack Eichel hasn't played in like a month. (laughs) I know this, but I'm saying that in the past and during this season, Mm -hmm. I've watched games and seen them frowning on the bench. Then Hall got sad and blah, blah, blah. 
It's wonderful. We want nothing to do with this implosion. Stay far away from balloon. Fair enough. I, well, I would you, uh, mind. Don't you dare say what I think you're going to say. If you want to, if you want a counterpoint, uh, and again, this this source I would say is not ideal. Doug McLean yesterday said he's heard rumblings. The Oilers are trying to get Nugent Hopkins and Hall signed, both of them for under twelve million dollars. No, One, they can afford that this off season relatively easily. I might add as well. Um, but I'm not buying it. And I had someone text into the radio show today and they go, Taylor Hall desperately wants to be an oiler. And my response oh my was God. if he, if he desperately wanted to be an oiler, he would have taken their offer this summer instead of yes. going for eight mil to Buffalo. He would have taken the four to 5 million. They offered him here. So that's why I'm kind of like, eh, I'm not as sold on it. Also, if you ask me in free agency, like Nugent Hall for a combined 12 is a pretty hard ask. I don't think you'll be able to get that done. I think Hall, despite his bad year, still gets around seven. Um, if you ask me if I'd rather have Hall at seven or like Zach Hyman at like 5.25, it's a conversation to be had there. I'm not, I don't know which way. Hyman, is, lean, Hyman a, is Hyman a UFA this year? Hyman's a UFA. Oh, and I, I, would, I, would, I would take Hyman in a second. Yeah, that'd be great. And this was so I don't know if you saw, but on Monday we had the ultimate trade deadline roundtable on the DFO rundown. We had LeBron Dreger, Saravalli. It was sick. Tyler, what was your number during that whole episode? Because that episode is a big fucking deal. Oh yeah, like I was at a solid ten, and then they brought me on to do buy or sell, and I'm sitting there looking at myself on the on the recording with them. I'm like, oh shit, this is uh, this is exciting. I'm watching this. I'm like, what are we TSN? And then my my next thought is, how did your REM check it in there? Look at what a (laughs) fucking yutz. He's up there with the national heroes. Well, you know what? I I dangled a carrot to your REM check to do more with us, saying that we might be able to do something big, and I'm so happy that it actually happened, and he got to nibble at that delicious carrot that I. Well, and now that you're legit. And your national your check. Let us talk about our shift and stop trying to bring us back on topic. You've arrived. <laughs> You've already gotten better than all of us. The students passed the teachers. Congratulations. Hey, you know, you know, you know, you're on the number four podcast in North Hockey podcast yeah. in North America. And you're in charge of it somehow, huh? Maybe foot number five. But number yeah, four it keeps me up at Thank night you. knowing I'm responsible for the downloads and all that. It drives me nuts. I don't sleep. Um. Anyways, on that podcast. Really? Hold on. Wait. 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 Does it really? Oh yeah, it's a very stressful thing. I. I Why is it of- stressful? What do you I, think? I, you by you stressing out, they get more downloads. No, but I'm stressing out about ways to get it more downloads. I take oh. it very seriously. I take it like personally oh, when an episode doesn't do well. And this That's is why the, Tyler the Rimchuk's on the team. He cares. Exactly. Yeah. Anyway, anyway put up with us well, don't tell him that. Bullshit because we also somehow paradoxically hooked him up on a podcast with Greg. Okay. <laughs> The point I was getting to bringing that up was one to plug it because you people should go listen to it. Also, Zach Hyman's a UFA at the end of the year. And on that podcast, there's a moment where Darren Dreger, when they're talking about the Oilers goes something, and I'm paraphrasing here. You'd have to go back and listen to it. But he basically says like, well, the Oilers are getting ready for their mega offer to Hyman. And Frank and, Le- Frank and LeBron go like, oh, don't drop that grenade in there. Like, oh, come on. But it, to me, looking at their faces when they're talking about it, it was kind of like they were all smirking, being like, ooh, Dregs, don't say that. Don't say that, Dregs. Don't bring that up. But it, I, just the fact Dregger like knew, had that in his head makes me think, like, I wonder if Ken Holland doesn't think he's got a shot at Zach Hyman this offseason. You'd probably have wow. to overpay him. And I don't know if I love that, but I think it's an interesting idea. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know yeah. if I could withstand the temptation to make Hyman jokes if he was an actual oiler and I had to deal with him 82 games a year. They'd fall out sooner or later. Yep. 
Yeah, I agree. <laughs> a lot. It's, it's been a it's been a struggle just even having him on the Leafs. To be honest, I'm trying to respect the game during the pandemic and not say the poo poo jokes, but it is a very low hanging fruit. Oh, the, the lowest. Uh, yeah. So, anyways, that, there's a lot of things they could do this off season. At this year's deadline, I just think they're a little bit too strapped. Like, there's just not a lot they can do, and you don't want to give up the first round pick because then you're only picking once in the first five rounds in this year's draft, and it's like just not an ideal situation on top of that. I think this Oilers team as it's presented now is good enough to win two rounds. Like I think they could realistically beat the jets and I think they could realistically beat one of the Leafs. Really? I think so. I, I think so too, but like I'm, I'm saying from a playoff, like uh architecture for a roster, Montreal and, and Winnipeg are designed playoff rosters. I don't know if I buy that term too much, though. Like, the Oilers could be as well. If Zach Cassian gets his act together, Jujar Kara's having a great year. Like, the Oilers could also put together a bottom nine that's interesting. I do think they need help down there. But I, I think I, I think when the rubber hits the road, they can still be a very, very tough team to play against. It's totally just a matter agree. of doing it consistently. You got Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl. Well, yeah. We're always going to be a wild card. And mm-hmm. and can we so- talk about... Leon Dreisaitl's ridiculous goal from the fucking parking lot last night. Mm -hmm. I've watched it, that highlight, probably 30 times now. And I don't know how he didn't shoot that thing into the opposing bench. How did it hit the (laughs) net? I have no idea how he sunk that. The margin for error on that shot was 0%. Like, you, you, you... that was the only line it could go like any, like a micrometer. If that's even a unit of measure it, off and that's not going in. Did it go under his shoulder? Like how did it go in? It went, it went over him over his shoulder and God. it hit nothing. And it went far also. side. Yeah. Well, it had to go far side given that angle, but like, mm. and it hit you know nothing, what's... but net, I don't understand. Yeah. Like I just, and last night when he scored it, because obviously Leon loves to shoot from that general vicinity but i've never seen him hit that low before Connor yeah, that's a record him. for him he scores i honestly burst out laughing because it was so absurd that he found a way to sink it from there i have no idea how that worked like man is it amazing when those two are really going and they're playing together they're unstoppable and they're, and they're playing ottawa who like doesn't stand a hope in hell of stopping them like it's just it's so unfair there was that shift on mcdavid's goal that was arguably the most dominant shift by that line that I've ever seen. It was like oh, yeah. two minutes of just pure. Yeah. And McDavid insane. at one point, like left the offensive zone and like went into the neutral zone. And then was like, psych, I'm coming back. And like ended up scoring the goal. It was just, it's so entertaining. And we're so spoiled to watch those guys every night. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Um, anyways. Yeah, that was an, in, that was an interesting game. I don't want to get too much into the game tonight. Cause this podcast is like fairly irrelevant by the time it's released and the game's being played. I'd in, like, say it's irrelevant hours. while it's being said. Yeah. Yeah. That too. That too. Um, but like, is there any chance the senators win or like, sure. Nine, like nine in a row yeah. is like insane to think an NHL They're team pesky. can win. Like they that are. was a close game last night. Yeah. It was yeah last game. night was close. Last like, night was close. And you know what the senators do is they, 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 they work really hard. And they've got some good players on there. Like I, 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 I was tweeting some love for Brady Kachuk yesterday because I, man, I don't know how old he is. He's probably like what 20 at this point, but he is going to be a beast when he is, when he yeah. Oh, yeah. grows into a full blown man and just his he is willingness a power to forward. 
his yes, willingness I, to dance. He's chirping Darnell after after Leon took a swipe at him, and he's ready to go with Darnell Nurse. Just fought Shea Weber a few days ago. Like, is he the true Kachuk, where his older brother seems to be some kind of adopted lesser version? Yeah, he's, I don't get he's it. the he's the true. Unreal. That family has mad beef with Leon Dreisaitl. Like, Dreisaitl oh, yeah. loves yeah, yeah, yeah. fucking picking on the Kachucks, man. That was a decent shot he gave him. Like, it I was, was impressed. I was, I, I, got, I, was, I was impressed he did that because you know if you do that to Brady Kachuk, he's going to come after you. Yeah. Um, that was a fun game last night. Down the stretch, though, I've said this a few times now. I think the last two, three weeks of this season are going to be so fucking boring in the North division. I did the math today for my pregame podcast. If the Oilers go eight and eight in their next 16 games to end the season, the Calgary flames would have to go undefeated just to pass them. Then they'd pass them by one point. Now the bigger like, question I have is Ottawa going to catch the flames. Forget the flames catching the Oilers is Ottawa going to catch the flames. They're only down five uh, points. I hope so. Yeah, like it could honestly happen, man, which I almost don't want because I don't want the Flames to get a good pick. I want them to stay mediocre for the rest of my life. Um, but like, it's gonna yeah. be boring, though. We're watching Connor and Leon eat the NHL for lunch. Wait, hold up. What? Run that past me again? You're like, it's going to be so boring. Oh, yeah. Because I think the season. How is it boring? there's, no, I'm there's nothing to the play for. McDavid uh, is like locked up the scoring race. So yeah, like, there's nothing the there of everybody. And it's like my dream. There were years I cheered for Eric Cole to score 20 goals. And that was going to be <laughs> the fucking way we made the playoffs. Now let, let us have our moment here. We've got the fucking yeah. two best players in the league. They're just doing whatever the hell they want. This season could go on forever. It's not boring. I'm if Ryan Jones can only score 20 one more time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I just, I just shit. think that like, he it, honestly, if McDavid didn't play another game after tonight against Ottawa, I think he would still win the scoring race. And I don't think anyone's catching Matthews for the goals race. So like, that's fine. Also I have money on Matthews. So like, let's let him win it boys. Let's calm down. Is tonight Is tonight the last game against Ottawa? Yeah. Tonight's the nine and zero sweep night. Um, but the thing I'm worried about, and I don't even want to put this in out there, but like, I'm just going to be watching the final, like 10 to 15 games being like, Put McDavid and Drysaddle in fucking bubble wrap. Like I almost don't want them playing oh, you're more. Rim, than... Chuck. What the fuck? Why would you even load management that? now? Now the load management. Is... Keep them rested. There's two things we need to do. We need to secure home ice because I think first place is out of reach now. So we got to yes. we got to try to take a run at home ice. Uh, and from there, we need to also consider resting our players uh, along the way um, as well because this condensed schedule. Even though we've been having all this time off. Um, recently we're going to end with a bang i think you know giving some guys some rest it will be good um but also making sure that we try to lock up that uh, second spot so it's kind of it's going to be an interesting thing to try and juggle and it's a great problem to be discussing um yeah. but yeah i i believe in in resting like tyson barry should probably get a little bit of rest he's been getting banged up the last 10 days he does get, not like look a... right you know, like he's, he, been struggling. His, he's, he's, his movement is just not the same as it was. He should probably, yeah. if anything, like, I don't know why tip wouldn't give him a night off tonight. You know? Yeah. Like Bouchard. Yeah, back to back. yeah. Bouchard should play tonight. We'll see. Tippett did say in his avail this morning that, uh, they're monitoring a few things or something like that when it comes to, uh, when it comes to injuries. So maybe there'll be changes tonight. I have no idea. I did my pregame podcast and I basically told people that I don't know. I was like, I don't know what the lines are tonight. We'll find you never do. Up. Yeah. No. I, we, our GDBs have been right. Like 20% of the time because it's just always changing. 
for the three o'clock game, I uh, woke up and I was like, hey, I got to get my pregame done now before I go to the radio station. Cause like, there's no sense in me releasing it at one o'clock in the afternoon. So I crushed it out, hit send, got right in my car, started driving to work. And as soon as I sat in my car, it's like, all right, it'll be Koskin in that. I was like, fuck my pregame podcast says Smith tourist drawing in for Haas. Fuck my pregame podcast says Haas. So I ran into the station. I re-recorded it like super quickly, but you can tell the parts I recorded on a different mic. Cause I'm like starting a net for the Edmonton Oilers. Then it's like a little muffle. It's like Miko Koskin. I'll get the start for the Edmonton Oilers in this game. And it's like, and I, and, and back to and, or, uh, Marcus Hogberg for uh, the Ottawa Senators. It's very funny. And then it's Oilers fourth line. It's chase on with Kyle Torres. And then like whoever was on the fucking right side, like looking at the GDB right now. Cause I just posted it for Gregor. It, uh, he has the exact same lines last night. And he's just like, I don't know. It could be changes. Made it. <laughs> Who the fuck am I yes. to say? <laughs> I'm not Dave uh, Tibbet. Go ask him. There's been a lot of really, I really hope Uncle Ken can get something for that. That, for that second line. The second line, absolutely. Because Dominic Cahoon, and it, this is fine. It's not a slight at him. He's just not a top six winger. I'd go take a look at Ryan Zingle tonight after the game. I'd give old Pierre Dorian a call. I'd be like, hey, does Ryan Zingle want to hop on our plane and come back to Edmonton? We'll give you a fourth. I'd Speaking look into that. It. They're, they're in Ottawa. Zingle. Just slide down the uh, the yeah. luxury box uh, uh, lane and uh, chat to Pierre. Throw him Speaking a paper airplane. Speaking Zingle, though, how about uh, Pooley Arvey hitting him last night? And then <laughs> instead of dropping the gloves, he just wrapped the guy up in the tightest hug you'll ever yeah. see. Pooley Arvey is, does not want to fight. Those glue, those gloves are, <laughs> those, they are glued on. It would be, be great to see him chuck him. Like the one thing I'll respect Pooley Arvey is that he does still play aggressive despite yep. him not wanting to fight. And yep. that's, I, you know what, as long as he owns it, sure, that's okay. Uh, because he, he throws his body around and that's one thing you know, you got to give them props for Twitter is, thing, I was going to say Twitter is going to melt down when we eventually get a JP fight. Oh, there's, yeah, two, there's a few that like, once there's eventually a JP fight, absolutely. But if Connor and Leon, if they ever, whenever, if ever they get there first, that's going to yeah. be another. Now, hold on. Are we calling him JP? Is that happening? Yeah. It's easier really? than always saying, pull you Yarvi. I always think, why is Jay's high school getting involved in this situation? Mm. That's where my mind goes when I hear JP. It ain't to pull you, my dog. Um, I just, man, I laughed last night when he caused that little melee. (laughs) And he just had the kung fu grip around, like, whoever came out of it. It was hilarious. Yeah, hugged hugged on for dear life. How about Yamamoto hammering that fool? Oh, Oh, fuck. Mike Riley blowing a guy up. up. Like, how do you even... That kid has more heart. I love Yamamoto. And there's still some fans who hate the kid. And I'm who? like, how? Who? Is it because know. he's not scoring at the rate that everybody hoped? Like, I, oh. It's what a vocal minority for sure. But there are people oh. who I get texting into the show all the time who are like, he's not a fucking NHL player. He just plays with Dreisaitl. He's not. Man. He shouldn't be up here. If you think Ridiculous. about how mad we've gotten about dumb shit over the years, how many times we've booed <laughs> Justin Schultz, right? You aren't correspondingly seeing the same amount of happiness when Leon Dreisaitl scores from the red line. There's still people who are like, well, yeah, sure, he's scoring from the red line, but have you seen his plus minus? Or like they find a hole. They're right? they're saying they're going, oh, the goal would have been nicer if Bouchard was in the lineup. Ugh. And it's like, Shut well, up, let's clowns. calm down. It's like people who are witnessing their home team win the cup on home ice and leave. Yep. Yeah. Well, you better get out of traffic. Like traffic. Yeah. 
there's a segment of Oilers population or Oilers fandom that'll be like the Oilers win the Stanley Cup and they'll be and the first thing they'll say is, well, they're not going to win next year. It's just the it's Oilers the win the Stanley thing. Cup. God willing, I'm there. It will take most of the tranquilizer darts and tasers for blocks in every direction to shoo me out of the building. I would never be like, oh, time to go, traffic. Yeah. Oh, no, it's time to stay. I'll, I'll celebrate the cup win for 20 years. Yeah, I'm going to oh. make Ovechkin look like he was at a tea party. Yeah, yeah, he was drinking in the Bellagio fountains. I'm going to be down at uh, City Hall just waiting, just, you know, practicing my breathstroke with a bottle of, uh, what was it, Jay? Strawberry Boons sitting right strawberry, beside Strawberry, yep, strawberry, yep. I will have a we'll lawyer go. waiting for my call for when I get arrested. Like, <laughs> I'll have somebody with bail money, and be like, I'll probably call you within about 45 minutes of the puck drop. There would, you're right though. There would be Oilers fans who like a week after the cup wouldn't would be like, it is an utter embarrassment. If this team does not go back to back with Connor McDavid, I cannot stand this organization. Ken Holland should be fired. If this team does not win the president's trophy next year, like those people will be there all the time. There's no way just- you can repeat it. That's what they were doing in the eighties. The Oilers fans, right? You, yeah. you become accustomed to it, right? Like you were saying about how spoiled we are watching Connor and Leon. It's so quick. You're just like, <laughs> of course we have the number one score in the league by 30 points. No, it's not a guarantee at all, man. Do you remember all the shitty ass years when we would have given anything for a 7-2 goal instead of a 7-1 loss? I do. Yep. It wasn't long ago, motherfuckers. Nope. We were blogging all through it. You know, Whew. it was it was rough. I watched games like last night with uh, that goal on the red line and just like, yep, we earned this. So happy. <laughs> and low tide said something like that today on his show and someone texted in we didn't read it because it was highly inappropriate someone texted in, it was like shut your fucking mouth low tide you're such a homer bum bitch like all these are like the Oilers are the luckiest franchise in nhl history learn to fucking talk and i was like whoa you oh, put some respect wow. on low tide's name texter that's a lo- lot of hate the guy was mad out. like i should have saved the text i usually do um but like he was fucking pissed anyway and sell it as an nft yeah sell it as an yeah. nft I don't get NFTs. I never will. That's going to be my old man thing. I'll be like 60 and NFTs will have like taken over the world. And I'll be like, ah, oh, you kids. Anyways. Yeah. Uh, Wanyi, what did you, you were making a big deal about what you were making for lunch and we have to get to Scott Hastings in a second, but I, I already ate part, it. What, I know. Okay. But what did you have? You said you were big into cooking. Oh, I was not I'm big into cooking. All the world's restaurants shot. I've had to learn how to cook. Mm. I was barbecuing some shit and I had some shit in the oven and I had another thing on the go. And I misread all the texts. And then when was the show starting? Was a moving target, but it's all good. I ate it as well on mute. Very good. I appreciate the mute thing too. Last night's game fucked me up. Three o'clock start didn't end till 5.30. So I had dinner an hour late yesterday. Oh, I had dear. a problem. I had <laughs> good a problem God, you're M. How did you do it? Take a while hungry. to come down off that high. <laughs> yeah. See, my problem with yesterday's three o'clock start is I was drinking beers at the pace I would normally do for a seven o'clock start. So by the time the second period rolled around, I was having a, I was having a feel, I was feeling a pretty good buzz coming. And I look at the clock. Yeah. And, oh shit. It is four 30. Yeah. I see you have two choices. Long. You have yeah. two choices at that point could floor it or go to bed. Yeah. So I, what I, sucks I decided, about, sorry, go ahead. I just decided to take my foot off the gas. Otherwise I was going to be 2 a.m. Drunk at like 6 p.m. That was not a good <laughs> place to be at. And by yourself, right? Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's not that not ideal. We're going to get to our betting guest here in a second, but we haven't given any love to our friends at Twig and Berries who have a new website up at twigandberries.ca. Free shipping in Canada on overs over on orders over $100. Easy for me to say. If you head over there right now, like I, I'm obsessed with this new website. Shop by category, tops, bottoms, underwear, socks, hats, masks, and gifts as well. All that stuff. New arrivals. You can browse by the brand. Like if you're going to the website thinking, I need a pair of nutsack underwear. It's never yeah. been easier to find a pair never. of nutsack underwear. Uh, Twigandberries.ca promo code nation15. I'm also going to say they're a proud sponsor of Blue Jays Nation Radio, which is off to a flying start. How's that? Uh, Before how's that you going jump, I love Coombsy. I could talk to Coombsy forever. Um, it's a great podcast. We just basically, the vibe is like two guys drinking beers, which we are talking Jays. And like, we're not like insiders or experts, but we just kind of like spew our takes on the team and like crack a couple jokes, talk about how shitty the Texas Rangers are and hit publish. How about the Texas Rangers having a full barn though? Yikes. Fuck me. Yeah. We talked about that on Monday. That was ugly. Before we throw over Wanye, Scott, before, hold on. Before, yeah. 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 I, I, I sent you a text one. Yes. Have you looked at it? Did you? Not yet. Looking. Okay. For people, for people who are, you know, this is a podcast, so you won't see what Jay is holding up to the screen. I won't spoil it fully, but Jay, is that going to be a t-shirt design? It's. Oh, I thought it was a thing you sent me before that. (laughs) You sent me two images. Oh, Jay. (laughs) You sent me one about stats. Jay, if if that's going to be a t-shirt design for the people listening, I promise you this. This will be the most bought shirt in Oilers Nation history. What? If that is a t-shirt design. You think it's that good? People will, I will go bananas for it. I will drive Ooh. to Little Brick and wash the nation truck with my hands if you give me one of those shirts. Uh, yeah, I'll get buried in that shirt. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, so, now, my first question is, will we go to jail because of this shirt? I, I don't think so. I think it's safe. Yeah, I, I would agree. There's the big old we're, drop. Follow, we're, we're following all the parameters there. Yeah, maybe Could we, we just can alter that hair. Keep the background. Uh, I love the color. Yeah. Yeah, um, maybe the drop. I could see that. It's beautiful. I love the concept. It. Damn it. Maybe. I love the 80s. I love the tie to the neon, Leon. You know what I'm saying? Now, now you understand what goes into the thought process and the workshop of a nation gear shirt. It's like, number one, does this look sick? Yes. Will people buy it? Absolutely. Will we go to prison for the design? Yeah. It's either that it's, it's exactly that process or Coombsy fires one into the group text, just being like oily boys t-shirt. And we're like, yes. Yeah. yeah. Four in the morning. Eh? <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. Hmm. Let's get to our uh, betting chat for the week with our friend Scott Hastings from Odd Shark. Uh, hey, Juan, yeah, you enjoy the hockey game tonight, my man. You know what? You guys, this is one of my favorite podcasts to be on. And by that, I mean, it's the only one I'm on. So good luck to you all. Yes. Oddshark.com, everything you need to become a better, better and make the sharper play. Uh, whether it's the supercomputer, if, if you don't even know where you want to place your bets at the top, Odd Shark top sports books in Canada, it'll give you everything you need. Uh, Scott Hastings, how's it going? Hey, fellas, what's going on this week? Talking about not going to jail for shirt designs, standard. Good choice. Yeah. Good choice. Yeah. Yeah. I'm also glued to the Masters right now, where things have uh, not been going well for me so far from a uh, betting perspective. But, anyways, uh, let's talk about the Masters a little bit because I love it. One of my favorite weekends of the year. It's like definitely, I'm not even getting like a top five weekend for me, Masters weekend. Uh, what are the books saying about the Masters? Do they like DJ to repeat, even though he's off to a terrible start right now, but like before the event, did they? Yeah, I actually have the live odds up right now, so that's a little intriguing. DJ was the favorite going in. I wasn't too keen on that. He doubled on 18. I don't know if you guys are following along there. That was brutal. Uh, an easy three-putter, easy for easy for me, of course. You know, yeah. no big deal. Uh, and he lips out and uh, doubles on the last one. 
Uh, John Rahm right now is the favorite at plus 800 tied with Patrick Reed. Um, you know, Rahm was one of the ones that I was looking at. Of course, he was number one in, in the world uh, midway through the summer last year. Yeah. So it sort of makes sense for him to be one of the favorites. He was 12 to one coming into the weekend or I guess coming into Thursday. Uh, I thought he had tremendous value right now. The one guy that I thought played well, but didn't play well. I, I guess somebody that's providing really good value is Victor Hovland at 66 to one. He finished plus one today, but there was a stretch where he went uh, three. He had three birdies and five holes. Uh, you know, he had a triple uh, on the first hole. You, you triple bogey. That's, you know, that's your day pretty much. So he finishes at plus one. If he take away that triple, he's right there in the mix. So I think he's providing a little bit of value there at 66 to one. For people who are going to listen to this podcast on late Thursday or even Friday and they go, ah, I want to get in on betting on the masters, but like it's Friday, the event, How, what are some different ways maybe they can get involved there? Yeah. So pr primarily I don't usually bet outright winners. I find that uh, it's, it's tough. It's any golf tournament, but the Masters especially is tough to pick an outright winner. Although you can find value, I find, going in a moving day on uh, on Saturday morning. You can look for a guy that maybe has had some pretty good uh, statistical numbers, but maybe hasn't get the ball to land the way it should. Uh, you know, a guy that maybe is two or three strokes off the lead and providing 10 to 1, 15 to 1 odds. That's usually when I would make an outright bet is Saturday morning. Uh, but my favorite way to bet uh, all golf tournaments is the uh, three-way ball bets. And that's basically you're, you're picking a group and uh, they'll have the three competitors in the, the group and all of them usually provide uh, plus money options. And you just sort of pick who's going to win the group for the day. It's a lot of fun. It's super addicting though. Uh, be careful with that one. Uh, there's been days when I've had uh, 10 three ball bets in a day and sometimes they go really well and some days you might have to redeposit. It's part of the fun, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Uh, let's talk a little hockey here. Trade deadline coming up on Monday. I want to start there. Is there a way to bet on the trade deadline? What are some popular ones? What are some ones you like? Yeah. So my colleague, uh, Stephen Campbell had an article up over at odd shark of just some of the marquee players. Uh, if, if that's a word I can use here, uh, and, and odds on where they may land. So for example, the, the big name out there, of course, is, uh, near and dear to your guys' hearts, and that's Mr. Taylor Hall. Uh, he is actually favored at minus 200 to remain with Buffalo. Uh, I thought that was pretty interesting. Your Oilers Whoa. were tied with the Islanders at plus 400 as the second teams on the odds board there. So uh, really? there's a list of players there that uh, Stephen has up there and a little capping of whether that uh, will play down and where to go. Where's the Panthers on that list? Panthers were right behind. So they have, I'll, I'll list them off here for just quick five teams. Uh, Buffalo favored at minus 200, Islanders and Oilers at plus 400, and then Bees and Panthers tied at plus 500. See, now he's getting he's... traded. I wish you could short a bet. Like, I would love to like <laughs> just short that, that stay in Buffalo bet. But that's Which what I was going to say. You, you can bet on Buffalo at minus 200. But I want to bet so, on him just going anywhere but Buffalo. Anywhere. Because, like, if him to play on Buffalo for the rest yes. of the year uh, is minus 200, I want to bet. Yes. I would put a lot on Hall, like, plus whatever the that field. would be to get traded. Because yeah. it's a lock, in my opinion, that he will. Um, the thing is, his cap hit is so heavy that it, it's tough. It's tough for a rental player at that such high number yeah. when everyone's in cap hell. hell. Yeah, it is. But I still, I just still think that Buffalo is 
they would rather yes. keep half than pay the whole thing too. Yeah. And I think they'll find a way to uh, get it done. Well, Florida at- just dumped, oh, opened up a bunch of space. So that's what makes they me did. think they need a D man though. They need to replace Ekblad. That was brutal. That was awful. Um, some interesting names on here though. I'm seeing David Savard up there too. And uh, he's been healthy scratch tonight. Uh, head mm. in their game because they're starting to protect him a little bit. Oh, he's um, going to Winnipeg for sure. Yeah, I, I bet you he goes to Winnipeg. What are what are the Jets odds there? The Jets are actually plus six fifty in that one. Jay, they got the Kings, Flyers, Bruins, and Jackets. Have them on the odds list. The Kings. Yeah. I don't know, that's a the Kings one. are in every single list. It Which seems like they're everywhere, and it's. I think they're they're just sort of in a no man's land. So the Kings, they're basically. Oh, you want to give me an offer? Sure, I'll I'll, I'll entertain it. But I don't think they're going to be. I don't think they're the ones making the phone calls. They're the one answering. I honestly, I, I wish the books would open up a like reverse ones here. Cause like I'm seeing like, where will Jonathan Bernier play after the deadline? It's minus 400 on Detroit. I think that guy's getting moved, man. Like I want to bet on players to like actually get traded, not just where they're going to go. Anyways, getting a little bit uh, distracted <laughs> with this one. Now that I'm looking into it, uh, playoff races, we were talking about how in the North division, it feels like it's locked up. Have the sports books kind of shown that it's locked up as well. Yeah. I had to go digging for, will they make playoffs odds? And a lot of books that I've seen either don't have it or they have minimal options. So right now I'm looking at the North division on bet 99, uh, which you can be seen on many Sports uh, cast. It's advertised like crazy. Saint- and George St. Pierre with the hair. Oh, that's got to go, boys. That's it's horrendous. <laughs> oh, um, wow. But I've got uh, Calgary Flames at yes, plus 1600 and no with no option. I think that that's worth a shot. Uh, and then Vancouver Canucks, same, same odds, plus 1600 and no option or no, there's no option there for no. So those are the two that I'm seeing. Uh, as far as the North division and, and everyone else, I guess is pretty much a lock. So they don't bother putting them out there, but Calgary at plus 1600 Vancouver at plus 1600 uh, two nose off the board. Very interesting. Um, in the other divisions here where there actually are playoff races to be had any team with value that you think might be worth uh, throwing a, throwing a bet on to make the postseason here in a late charge. Yeah, I haven't looked too, too far into it. I guess Dallas and uh, Nashville are a little intriguing. Nashville's plus 110, uh, currently sitting in a playoff spot. So I guess that's not terrible. Uh, Dallas, if you have any hope in hell that they can somehow right the ship and get on a bit of a hot streak, they're at plus 215. So I guess the value there is a little intriguing. But uh, for the most part, I- I've said this for a couple of times, uh, talking with you guys, just it seems like almost all the divisions have been pretty set in stone with a little bit of wiggle room. Uh, so for the most part, anyone that's interesting or, or that I think might have an option to get in their odds are pretty much a pick them. Like, um, you know, Arizona right now sitting right on the bubble in that West division and it's a minus one ten pick them each way. So just some of these, these ones that, I don't find there's a ton of value. If I'm going to bet on an option like this, I'm looking for a plus money option. So it would be either Nashville or Dallas for me. The Los Angeles Kings. uh, No, they're in a tough, tough division there. I don't think they can climb in. No, I'm just looking at these live right now too. Like the sharks have made such an interesting push here, but even though they're, they won so many games and they went on such a heater there, like even then they're still five points back of Arizona. Like it's tough. Um, 
in some of these divisions, it's going to be really tight right up until the end. Not in the North though, where things could get uh, rather boring here down the stretch. Mm-hmm. Um, let's get to our uh, bets for tonight, Scott. What do you, anything you like it on this slate? So are we going to go with another two in one night? Cause that seems to be, well, we got the Oilers there on the Friday. So I guess it was a yeah, three and one last week. Yeah. But that, uh, what were we taken under and it was blown up within about four minutes of that first period. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was always intriguing uh, to see. I don't even remember what that game was, but I know it was a horrendous blowout. Um, so yeah, I've got, uh, I've got three, I've got four plays, but one, one of them has, one of the games has two plays. So, uh, you can pick and choose one is, uh, so I'll, I'll start there. I like the Islanders at minus 170 as a chalky pick, but I also like the under in that one. So if you want the, if you want the better juice, take the under, if you're just looking for a more safe play, um, I like the Islanders. Uh, the I've juice. played this bet all the time this year and that's Winnipeg as an underdog at Montreal. I don't know. We've talked about this before. The Jets should not be an underdog, maybe to the Leafs, maybe to Edmonton, but that's about it. Uh, so for them to be a dog at Montreal, no chance. I'll take that all day. That's at about plus 120. And then uh, we've dabbled here before and it's hit and miss and it's a dangerous one, but it's uh, the Detroit Red Wings plus one oh. and a half against Nashville. I love, I love going with the, the Red Wings. Man, you yeah. love Detroit. They actually have a winning record at home and they're always going to be, you know, in that plus 140 or higher, you know, with a winning record at home that you would be up money if you bet every single home game for Detroit. So they're home to Nashville. Uh, I I don't have the balls to go all in uh, with an outright win, but I'll take them plus one and a half to keep it close. All right. right, So if you go Islanders money line, you're going Red Wings plus one and a half. And the third team on there was the Jets as as road dogs. That is plus 359. Or if you swap in the under, it goes up to plus 481. If you swap the under in the Islanders Flyers game. Uh, Scott, as always, man, appreciate the time. Take care, fellas. Good luck and enjoy the weekend. Yes, it should be a good weekend. We have... Especially for me, I got Blue Jays baseball going. I got the Masters on. I got lots of hockey. Battle of Alberta on Saturday should be a hell of a weekend. That's Scott Hastings from oddshark.com. See you, Scott. Um, All the information you need. Make the sharper play. They got all the calculators and all of that stuff. Um, Yeah, there you go. There's our betting report. It's a beautiful day outside. Anyways, um, anything else, guys? Before I give some love to manscaped.com, check them out right now. I did hear, I uh, was talking to the folks at Manscaped. They have been loving the ad reads, which means even though I think they're awkward and I think it's weird to talk about shaving my balls so much, it is something I'm passionate about and I'm glad to uh, hear the folks at Manscaped enjoy them as well. The performance package, promo code real life gets you 20% off anything on the website, that performance package, lawnmower 3.0, the crop preserver, crop reviver, magic mat, weed whacker, the travel bag, and the manscape boxers, 159 99. Use the promo code real life gets you another 20% off and free shipping there. Or if you just want to browse around a little bit, maybe you just want the lawnmower. You want to give it a little test promo code real life works on that as well. Manscape.com get 20% off free shipping. It's Your spring. Check. Spring yeah. is in the air, you know? Spring cleaning. Yeah. Clean Authenticity up. always wins. Just remember that. So that's, right. that's probably why Manscaped loves it because everything we do is just real life, man. Well, they know exactly that when they listen to the Real Life Podcast, they are listening to some gentlemen that appreciate a freshly clipped apple bag. <laughs> Apple's bag. Yes. Apple's yeah, so there's no cyclopses around here, I don't think. No. Um, app, apple bag, apple's bag. 
Wouldn't no, Apple Bag uh, is right. Yeah, Apple Bag is right. I was gonna say. I was just having fun. <laughs> uh, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna wrap up this pod right away here because there's still a there's still a lot going what's, on today. What's the bet for tonight? I don't know. Well, I don't know. Before if I want you to do, uh, yeah. Before you do, I gotta pump my tires. I hit I hit both Dry and Connor over two and a half yesterday. Over two not and a half. I'm a, not to say I'm a rocket scientist, but just I hit both and I'm happy. I had someone uh, jumped into risky business, which is an hour before puck drop on Insta Live, and he bet Leon Drysidel over two and a half goals at plus twenty four hundred. Oh, good so I was man! Very very happy for him uh, today. A little bit of risky business, though it's not too risky for me. Just since you asked, I got McDavid over two and a half points again, and I'm that's at th- plus three fifty five when I put the money in on that one. So that's my I. I don't disagree with that. Like they are just, they're so good. They're so and good. like it's Anton Forsberg. I know he's like one one and one so far this year, but like it's Anton Forsberg, man. Well, the maybe, Oilers well, maybe, be maybe, maybe he's got a bone to pick. Maybe. It's a revenge game. Anton yep. Forsberg revenge game. Um, yeah, maybe he's got a bone to pick, but like, I don't know. I just, I'm, I'm having a tough time with this game. Cause there's one part of me that goes like law of averages. Eventually the senators have to beat the Oilers. But then I'm like, look at this game in like a one night vacuum. And it's like, they're the better team. McDavid and dry clearly can't be slowed down. So like, maybe, maybe the, the Oilers want the record. They've got the incentive. Maybe like the, the Oilers want this like undefeated against the Sens. And there's uh, bad blood games. there too. So maybe it's like uh they want to be like the fuck you. Like we just beat you nine times kind of thing, but yeah. Points in the bank too. Like uh, that's at the end of the day, what's most important is points yeah. in the bank. Let's get home ice boys. Let's go wrap this up against the sets. Home ice that important this year with no fans. I think with the last change and that kind of thing, there's always something to it. Um, so I would prefer to have it than not, you know? Yeah, I, I I guess that's fair. Last change and all that, especially when you have McDavid and Drysaddle. That's uh, yeah. probably something I didn't really think about too much. Looking at the Senators' record, though, it is funny. Like 13, 23, and 4. If you take out their eight losses to Edmonton, they're like almost a 500 team. It's mm. crazy. Like <clears throat> how, how they've beaten as many teams in this division, but just cannot for the life of them, get two points off the Edmonton Oilers. It's it's mind-blowing to me. Like, well, do you and also that really comical? Oh, go ahead, Bag Malkin, and I'll save my comment. I was just going to say about the uh, but the centers. It's also give them some credit for climbing out of that giant hole they dug for themselves early in the year. What was that losing streak at? Like nine or something? Yeah. You know, uh, the Flames are the ones that look like the free bingo spot for the Senators right now. So. Oh yeah. Take the points. What What's been comical to me in the last ten games or more? I have to go back and look how many games it is. The fact that. Yessi Pooley-Arby has been playing with Dreisaitl and McDavid and has not has gotten virtually no points. I know. I wrote that uh, in the wrap-up last night. that it was, he, I thought JP played really well last night. And yep. it was almost bad luck that he didn't at least get a second assist on something. Or something. I know, I mean? like something go off a leg or something. Like he's hitting posts like crazy. But yep. having said that, I've, I've leaned in uh, and put a bet on a Pooley-Arby point. It's playing plus money. Is it? Yeah, I'm in on that too. Yeah, I think he gets off too. the schneid. A little uh, real life group bet there. Yes, a Pugliarvi to get a point plus 108. Um, there you go. That bet. I, it's just he's due, right? Like he, there's he no. Way he's it, due. <laughs> he's, he's there's no it. way it can continue. But it's amazing how how Drysaddle and Nuge or Nuge Drysaddle McDavid play keep away from Pugliarvi. Or Sometimes, just like yeah. last night, there was that one the the dominant shift we spoke about a little bit earlier, and JP was a de- definitely involved in that in the cycle. But then just as the play kind of 
happened. Tyson Berry ends up the one with the secondary assist on it, even though the three forwards did most of the work. It's just that was JP's luck last night. Yeah. Well, today it's going to change. He's going to get that second assist. Yeah, absolutely. I I have, I have some season long bets that I'm keeping an eye on right now. Um, One of them is pool over eight and a half goals. And he's been stuck on that one for so long. I want the payout. I want the payout coming tonight. Pool scoring tonight. Hopefully. Hopefully. Um, I'm also sweating out Nathan McKinnon. I took him over 64 and a half points and he's at 47 right now. So that's going to be a tight one. They've been hot lately. They've been so hot. Hopefully you know it's hot too early would do so a world of good for the Oilers is the second line, which I'm calling the no confidence curve right now, which Cahoon, Nuge and Yamamoto, like yeah. Nuge and Yamamoto need something, you know, Nuge I know. Nuge, it. Yeah. Know a Nuge left winger. On the, well, that's <laughs> absolutely true. But like, I know Nug scored the, on the uh, power play a couple of, di- couple of games ago, but like he and Yamamoto both desperately need something. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully it happens tonight. Hopefully people are listening to this podcast on their Friday and they're like, wow, these guys predicted so much stuff to come right. Or they're going to lose like four, one and people are going to be like, God, these guys need to shut nope. up. Nope. We're going to, we're all going to make some money on JP. That's what's going to happen. The others are going to win. We shall all be merry and it's a five o'clock start. So we'll be nice and uh, celebratory by about eight o'clock. And we'll be nice and full before puck drop. Cause we eat dinner at four. No, just me. All right. Uh, That's going to do it for another episode of the Real Life Podcast. Episode 271. Shout out to Oodle Noodle. Shout out to Twig and Berries. The promo code there is Nation15. Gets you 15% off. And Manscaped.com. Promo code there is Real Life. That one gets you 20% off and free shipping. So Manscaped, Twig and Berries, Oodle Noodle. Shout out to them all. Shout out to you for tuning in. And our friend Scott Hastings from Odd Shark. We will talk again on Monday when I think we'll be recapping the trade deadline at that point because it hits at 1 o'clock. So... That should be a fun one. Monday at one o'clock. We'll, we'll talk battle to you guys then. Battle of Alberta on Saturday. A little bonus battle of Alberta. How's yeah, that? a little freebie. A BBOA? Yeah, bonus BOA. I like that. Bonus BOA. Yeah. All right. That's all coming up on uh, Monday's episode of the Real Life Podcast. Great job on making it through the entire hour of the Real Life Podcast. Don't forget to like and subscribe wherever you get your podcast from. The biggest names in tennis are coming to Paris for the most anticipated Roland Garros in years. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD. Experience three weeks of unparalleled tournament access as the world's top players in tennis face off against each other. Will the veteran champions continue their dominance or will a fresh face emerge to challenge their legacy on the clay courts? Daily live coverage of this epic showdown begins Monday, May 20th. Don't miss a matchup. Stream it now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.